Welcome to the On the Road to Freedom podcast. We're so glad you joined us today. We can't wait to get into the Word with you and share some truth that's going to change your life. Make sure and hit the subscribe button and help us spread the Word by rating and reviewing the show. You can also connect with us at mylan.org for more helpful resources. Now, let's get into today's show. Well, welcome to On the Road to Freedom. You've joined us in gorgeous, sunny Palm Springs, California. We think it's absolutely gorgeous here. We like the palm trees. We like the pretty flowers, the mountains behind us. You're going to hear the ducks. A swan may swim by every now and then. It is just absolutely beautiful. They quack, they say amen every once in a while, don't they? <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> or they're, maybe they're just selling insurance. I don't know what they're doing. That's somebody. Right. <laughs> that was good, Molly. That was good. So we're thankful that you're getting to see the beauty of God's creation because we want you to taste and see how good he is. Oh, he's good. And the reason why we do this show, it is for you. Yeah. It's to see you set on your road to freedom. Yeah. Because Jesus said in John 8, 31 and 32, if you will continue in my word, mm. then you truly are my disciples Amen. and you will know the truth. And the truth that you know, it'll make you free and free indeed. So today we're sharing the truth with you concerning cheerful giving. Amen. Ooh, I like this subject. And, and so, if I were you, I'd get a piece of paper yeah, and a pencil and, some and notes. your Bible. Or your iPad. Take some notes or, or your iPad. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And uh, I'd even yeah. text a few friends or call a few family members yeah. and invite them to get involved because cheerful God loves a cheerful, cheerful giver. giver. And oh, he loves yes. you. But he'll even share his love with you more. You want to get in. God is. He so loved the world that he gave. That's who he is, and that's what he does. That's what he wants to do at your house. So we're going to study how to qualify for being a cheerful Cheerful giver giver and a cheerful receiver. Yeah, you know that's so good. God loves a cheerful mm, giver. Yeah. He is love. Well, he wants us to do it with the right when attitude. We do, when we give and we do it cheerfully with our whole heart. And the reason why, yeah. that's why a wrong motive is so displeasing to him. That's right. Uh, because being a cheerful giver is all about motive and, and heart and attitude, attitude heart yeah. attitude. Yeah. And so 1 Corinthians 13, 3 talks about how we could actually give with the wrong motive. It Mm. says, and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. So it is possible to give and reap nothing. If you don't have the motive of love, it is wasted seed. Yeah. Wow, that is powerful. That's good, baby. You know, I never saw that before. That's and what it's he important said. that we un- that we want to give with the right motive. That's what and, God uh, says. In order to get a return on our seed sown in order to receive a harvest. Matthew six one says, Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Meaning you give just for recognition. You give to be noticed. Otherwise you have no reward. Right. from your Father in Heaven. You know, there's some they give because they want their name on a plaque, on a pew, or on a wall. Mm. They do it to get admiration from men. And if we do that, 
then that's our only reward. Yeah. That's it. That's what he said. But if we want our reward to come from God, then we have to give with the right motive, and that right motive is love. Love for God and love for people. That's our motive. Amen. He also said, talking about wrong motives, he said, don't give under compulsion. It says in Second mm -hmm. Corinthians 9 and verse 7, so let each one give as he purposes in his or her heart. Right. Now that's what we're supposed to do. That's, that's right giving. That's right. Give as you purposed Purpose. in your heart. Yeah. We purpose before we go to church, mm -hmm. before we go to a meeting. Mm -hmm. We're not going to one we don't give to. Right. We're going to give in all of them. It's just a matter of God, how much do you want us, what do you want us to do? Yeah, that's good. Because we are sowers. We are givers. We're not takers. We've mm -hmm. made that decision. We're going to support the kingdom of God and we're going to make it first. Right. Keep it first. That's good. So he said, so let each one of us give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves, loves a, cheerful a cheerful giver. giver. And yeah. that's what this show is about today. Yeah. The New Living Testament version of that is so cool. It says, you must each decide in your heart how much to give. And don't give reluctantly or in response to, to pressure. pressure. Don't let somebody talk you into something. Yeah. Don't let yeah. somebody show you a picture of starving kids and make you feel like you ate their food. That is not God's way of doing things. That is guilt. That is, that is manipulation. Don't give reluctantly or respond to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully. Love and faith should be our motivation. If you give under compulsion, again, your seed doesn't produce any fruit right. or any harvest. Mm -hmm. Second Corinthians 8 and verse 12 in the Amplified says it this way. For if the eager readiness to give is there, then it is acceptable and welcomed in proportion to what a person has not according to what he does not have. Mm -hmm. For it is not intended that other people be eased and relieved of their responsibility and that you be burdened to suffer unfairly. In other words, some As people are lazy and they won't work yeah. and it is not according to God something that's gonna put a, make it harder for you because you're working hard to get the money you need to take care of your family. Right. Don't give to those, don't let anybody make you feel guilty so that or you're supporting you. lazy yes. people who right. won't work. Right. That is not charity. You cannot do that cheerfully according to the Word of God. But if you give where the Holy Spirit leads you mm -hmm. to, yes, people's needs will be met. Yeah. And that's a good thing, but it'll be God's way and not the wrong way. It'll be right. a way where you can do it cheerfully is under the Lord. So this applies even to family. I know that's a... a touchy subject with some, but we can't even let people like family pressure us to give. Man, it can we be touchy, but it shouldn't be it when shouldn't we're studying be. the Word of right. God. Uh, family or friends, or we just need to be led by the Holy Spirit in our giving. That's Amen. right, baby. You want to continue on then? So even with parents, you know, we don't need to give with strings attached. Parents, do you? That's right. You can't use the words with your children, do you owe me. You know, that's a, it's a, that's pressure. Yeah. That is just pressure. Yeah, it's manipulation. It's manipulation. God said we know we should owe no man anything but to love him. Right. Our giving, true Amen. giving, doesn't have any strings attached. That's, That's the right. point I'm making. That's so right. we shouldn't be using the words like the government owes me, you owe me, my employer owes me. These are wrong motives and they will not reap fruit. They will not reap benefits in our lives. It is unfruitful thinking. Well, people who think that way are not thankful for what they already have. Right, right. And yet they want God to give them more and they right. want everybody else to give them more. They want, right. 
True giving, again, has no strings, no strings attached. That's John right. 3.16 says it this way, and you know it, for God so loved the world that he gave, that he gave. his only begotten son, yeah. that whosoever believes on him or mm -hmm. in him should not perish but have everlasting life. When the love of God is our motive, that is an unconditional love. Yeah. And that's a love, that's a, that's a motive that you can cheerfully give in that situation. Luke 17, verse 9 and 10 says it this way. Does he thank that servant because he did the things that were commanded him? I think not. So likewise you, when you've done all the things which you are commanded, say, we are unprofitable servants. We have done what was our duty to do. You owe me is a wrong motive to have and a wrong motive to give from. Jesus said, you yeah. don't get a blue ribbon for doing what you should do. That's right. So we don't owe anything to each other but love. That's right. I mean, that's the truth. That's, that's it. the truth. Romans 13, 8 says, owe no man anything. In other words, get out of debt. Yeah. I'm just let that soak in for a second. <laughs> I know how shocking that was the first time I heard that. <laughs> and I read that. Mm. But there it is, Romans 13, 8. Romans is one of those books. It's called one of the epistles. Mm -hmm. It was written to the church. That's us. Yeah. That's God's instructions to me and you, church. Mm -hmm. Anybody who's a Christian. Owe no man anything except to, to love, love one another. For he who loves one another has fulfilled the law. Amen. When we love, we stay out of debt. Yeah. We NLT says it this way, owe nothing to anyone except for your obligation to love one another. If you love your neighbor, you will fulfill the requirement of God's law. Now, I know there's times when you have to borrow money to buy a house or a car or to get an education or something, but the Bible says as soon as you can pay that back, you don't ignore your debts. If I owe you, if I borrow money from you and I tell you I'll pay you back, and then I just keep spending my money on other things, it doesn't matter what my excuses are. I didn't pay you back, I stole your money. The Bible says not to owe somebody and to withhold from them. Instead of going to the mall and spending your money that I owe you, I need to give it back to you. That's what that word means. Recently, we were in Sedona, Arizona filming, and we got stranded. By the time we got to the airport, they'd canceled the flight, but we had no cell coverage driving 100 miles up to the airport and flashed out. And so by the time we got there, all the people who had already knew about it, the flights had been canceled, started rebooking. There was a bad storm in Texas, and the airport was closed, yeah. and I didn't know what to do. Man, the guys had to be back to minister in church the next day. They were going to rent a car and drive, I think it was 17 hours, to drive back to Dallas all day and all night to get there in time for church Sunday morning so they could do their ministry. And so I didn't know what to do, but I started praying about it, and the Lord said, Brother Copeland would want to know this. Call him and tell him. And I don't ever call and ask for things because he's a big giver. Yes. So I don't try to put pressure on people and take advantage of their generosity. But when I prayed about it again, the Lord said, call him. He would want to know. Yeah. And I called him and immediately, within 20 minutes, he had his jet on the way to Flagstaff and we were home for dinner. Yeah, I mean, God. it was amazing. Praise God. And what he told me, he said, Mon, 
don't worry about it, son. He said, that's what planes are for. They're just tools. Yeah. And that's why God has entrusted me with one. Yeah. He said, you have not because you ask not. Mm -hmm. And I got to thinking about that and I realized it has been a problem. It's not everybody else's problem, it's been mine. Yeah. I need some partners. Yeah. I need some people who care mm -hmm. and who really truly believe that what we're doing yeah. is reaching the nations Amen. and that we're doing it in a way that they can relate to. People that Amen. believe this is important. Yes. People who understand yeah. that the way we're going about it is gonna affect a certain part of the culture. Yeah. And yeah. so if that's you, I'm asking you to join Team Mylon. I'm yeah. asking you to pray about it. I'm not trying to influence your giving. That's between you and God. Yes. And if He tells you to give to another ministry, that's wonderful with us. Yeah. But I am asking you to pray about it and see if you're supposed to be a part of this ministry. And if so, come on, man. Yeah. Me and you <laughs> and God and Christy, that's we right. will change the world one right. person at a that's time, right. just like He changed me and you. Yes. God bless you, man. Thanks for praying about it. And if you want to be a part of Team Milan, you just go to milan.org and click on Team Milan today. And you know, we're talking again about right giving, cheerful giving. That's why we're referring to these motives yeah. and attitudes of giving the heart God's way. when it comes to giving. Right, we mm -hmm. need to give God's way. That's right. In Genesis 12, 1 through 3, the Lord said to Abraham to get out of your country, get away from your family <laughs> and from your father's house <laughs> to a said. land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. So the point I want to make here is that God had a plan for Abraham. He was, um, and the influence of his family was affecting that plan. That's right. So in order for Abraham to walk in the fullness of his call, um, he had to uh, get away from his father's house is what this says. Yeah. And you know, I was um, talking about Recently, I heard to a man, I heard a man refer to one of his children as his retirement plan. And the reason why is because he had many excuses for why he wasn't going to do things God's way. So he was expecting his child to take care of him when he retired. And right. that was his retirement plan. Even though when we tried to discuss with him about giving, about saving, about getting out of debt, he didn't want to hear all that. In fact, he had a list of excuses for why he couldn't obey God. Right. And he kept emphasizing that he was expecting his retirement to come through that child. And you know, this is opposite of what the Word says because Proverbs 13:22 says that it's a good man that leaves an inheritance yeah. to his children's children. It's the reverse. Right. It's actually supposed to be the father That's leaving true. an inheritance to That's his children, not the other way around. Let me say this uh, to comment on what you just said, mm -hmm. baby. God doesn't tell you to do something you can't do. People right. say they can't do it, that it's impossible, that they've tried. I hear it all the time. I can't forgive that person. I've tried. That's not true. That is a lie. Yeah. That is a deception. People who believe they can't do what God tells them to do just don't trust God enough to do it. Mm. They don't make themselves do what God told them to do. If God tells me forgive you or he won't forgive me, yeah. I only have one choice. Mm -hmm. I can either do what God told me and he can forgive all of my sins yeah. if I forgive you yours. Mm -hmm. But I got to forgive her. Mm -hmm. And I can't negotiate and say, I'm too mad at you and I'm not going <laughs> to forgive you right. and I'm going to make you pay. Right. But God, I want 
want you to forgive me. No, yeah. it don't work that it way. You can't. That way. If it did, you'd be God and you'd be telling him what to do instead of him telling you what to do. Yeah, yeah. So the bottom line is we got to make a decision that we can do all we things do through Christ who strengthens us. And he does strengthen us. Anytime I try to do what he told me to do, he puts his super on my natural. He gives me the grace to do it. Yes. And I can do it, praise God. Yeah, amen, amen. Do you really have faith? And I'm not, let me say this. There are times when we need to help our loved ones and our family. family and God will prompt you in those times. Yeah, yeah. He'll let you know when those times are. Yes, and be will. led, just be led. We're, all we're clarifying here is just don't let anyone pressure you to give under compulsion. To enable them to not do what God said to do. That's it. It's like having a drug addict in your family and they're saying, I need food for my child. And so you give them food and they buy dope with it. You're not giving food to the child. You're enabling a drug addict to continue to be a drug addict. Right. That right. is not wisdom That's and it's not, not God's way. That's right. So right giving, when we're really giving, we the give way by God, faith. we give by faith. And we give because of love. That's right. The purpose of the test, when you have a test, is so that the person being tested finds out whether they believe God or not. God already knows who believes Him. Mm -hmm. God already knows. The tithe, for instance. The tithe is a test. Yeah. Give God the first tenth of your first fruits. Yeah, yeah. Now, God said, bring it in the storehouse and give it to me. He said, bring it to me. He didn't say give it. He said, bring, bring it to it. me. It's already mine. And he actually said, if you don't give it to me, you're robbing me, robbing God. Now, do we believe that? Because does God need our money? God told Peter, Peter said, I need money for, for uh, taxes, Lord. He said, Peter, you're a fisherman. Go down to the seaside. The first fish he caught had gold in its mouth, and it was the exact right amount to pay the taxes. God just speaks. If he wants the lights to come on, he doesn't have to pay the light bill. He just says, light be and, and the darkness flees. I mean, God does not need your tithe. He's trying, it's not that God's trying to get your money. He's trying to find out if he can trust, trust you with some real money. Yeah. With yeah. his money, because yeah, he owns trust. it all. Yeah. He owns the earth and the fullness thereof. It is no problem for him to make you stinking rich. If he can find somebody to trust him, he will bless them. Amen. Amen. But the way you prove you trust him is you give when you still need it. You give when you've got to have it because mm -hmm. it takes faith to give. It takes well, faith. I might not have enough. Right. No, that tithe goes to God. We don't even think about it. No. It goes before we look at our bills. Yeah. That's why we have to be saving and wise and frugal. The purpose of the test is to whether to find out whether you really believe the truth or the facts. That's right. Because the facts will scare you, but the truth will make you free. You know what, we just had a guy we met with recently and he said, you know, because his job was not a guaranteed income, he could not do what the word said. He just could not do it because his situation was different. And so we just want to <laughs> encourage you today, it's that you can get out of debt. You can live free. You know, it's, it is actually too late to tell us yeah. that you can't get out of debt because Mylon doesn't have a guaranteed income it. either. No. <laughs> and we, when we, we got married, completely by faith. we had to start completely over when we married. And it was giving by faith. And God honored his word. And praise God, 
we are living debt free today and, and enjoying. people get mad at you when when somebody says I tried and I couldn't do it and you know we're ministers we've got to tell them no man it's not a matter you couldn't do it it's yeah. a matter of you wouldn't do it yeah yeah people get mad at you when you say things like that and I try to make it as as gentle as possible but it is still what the word says that's right and if somebody disagrees with God I'm always going to stand for his integrity that's right not theirs Amen. And we're running out of light here. Literally, the the sun has gone behind the mountain. My crew tells me it's getting hard for you to see me. So let me wrap this thing up. Years ago, uh, I had a I made an album with a guy named Alvin Lee and a bunch of guys, uh, one of the Beatles and one of the Stones. And and Michael just reminded me we had a song on there called "Rock Until the Sun Goes Down." That's right. By the way, the name of the album was "On the Road to Freedom." That's right. 1971. <laughs> Uh-huh. We, we we did it in London. Well, now we preach till the sun goes down. We preach till the sun goes down. We rocked That's it right. out, didn't we, baby? <laughs> Amen. All right, we got to close so this thing up. So what we want to remind you is that when it comes to the word, Mark nine twenty three, Jesus said, "If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes." That's right. You can do what God tells you to do. You can believe yourself out of debt. I did it. it. Mm -hmm. I made a decision and I started applying the money. But while I was doing what God said and I quit spending, there's no excuse. Everybody else got a new cell phone. I didn't. Everybody else bought new clothes. I didn't. Everybody else bought what they wanted. I did not. But instead of five years and 10 months, I was out of debt in 19 months because God did exactly, he did the impossible. He made the impossible possible for me because I was giving and sowing and giving my time and my life by faith. And that's evidence of Acts 20, 35. It is more blessed to give than to receive. There is a level of blessing in receiving. But if you want to get to the next level of blessing, it comes from giving. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Uh, Another aspect of giving that uh, I want to bring up is giving to the poor. And the word says we should give to the poor. When we do, it says that God will pay us back what we've given. But in John 12... Three through eight, uh, Jesus, this issue came up in giving to the poor. And Mary had taken a pound of very costly oil and anointed the feet of Jesus. And Judas was not happy about that. He said, why was this fragrant oil not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? Which was a vast amount of right, money. Right, that's a lot of money. Yeah. But the, he said this, the word says, because he didn't, it's not because he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and he had the money box and yeah. he used to take what was put in it. He was a treasure and he would steal from the ministry of Jesus right. Christ. But Jesus said, let her alone. She has kept this for the day of my burial. For the poor you will have with you always, but me you do not have always. The world pressures us to give everything to the poor. But the reason why is so that we don't have anything left to preach Jesus. You know, that's what Jesus, that's what Judas said. Anytime there's pressure to give everything to the poor, then that's what And there's there's so much pressure to be politically correct in this issue that at times you'll find Christians quoting Judas more than Jesus. Yes. And it's amazing. That's it. That that we want to just give everything to people who are poor. 
There's a reason my family was poor when I was a kid. We did not tithe, we robbed God. Mm -hmm. There's a reason we didn't give to others, we didn't support others, we didn't support ministries. We just worked and took it and spent it on ourselves. And we stayed in debt, we ignored God, we got mad at people, we didn't forgive them. I mean, there, we have to do things God's way, but yeah. if we do, He blesses us. Yes. You choose life, you choose the blessing, or you choose the curse. There's a reason people have made bad choices. Mm -hmm. That's why people, having a bunch of kids with nobody there to take care of them. Well, of course, I mean, mm -hmm. one person ended up, uh, ends up being a mom or a dad, a single. It's a hard thing to do yeah, with is. two. Yeah. It's 10 times as hard with one. Yeah. But we can't just keep uh, compounding the problem. We've got to start doing things God's way so that He can bless us and solve the problem. And He will. And He will. And you know what? We do give to the poor. God oh, of said course. Um, undefiled religion is to give to the widows yes, and the orphans. Yes. And we do that. We just make sure that when we give to the poor, we, we minister, we minister the Word to them. Yeah. We minister Jesus to yes. them. We minister the love of God to them. Because that's what will really change their life. And we saw in other ministries that do that better than yes, we do. Yes, we do. I love to give to uh, Joyce Meyer. When she goes into a, a third world country yes. and, and digs a well so yes, that they can have right. water, they that's build right. a church beside the well. Mm -hmm. So that people who come <laughs> to get, come the water, get the water come on the church's right. property <laughs> and they get that. told about Jesus that's while right. they're there. Come Amen. on, somebody. Amen. That's right. so good that, giving And that's good seed. That's right. Yeah. That's good giving, right yeah. giving, cheerful Amen. giving. Amen. But I don't give to, I don't give to charities. They're ashamed to the gospel no. of Jesus Christ. No. If, they, if they bury him and leave him out, then I give to somebody that's that's not Well, because if you're him. just giving him food, it's a temporary fix. Well, yeah. And if you want to give him what's of eternal value, yes, give him food. They need that well, too. But course. then tell him about Jesus. While they're eating. Amen. That has eternal value, <laughs> that's right? right? That's right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So we are encouraging you today to be a cheerful giver because God loves a cheerful giver. And we believe we're all going up. Yes, we, we do. We're going up in love. We're going up in giving and being a blessing. Let me say it that way. Amen. And being a blessing. We are blessed to be a blessing. And we believe that you're being a blessing everywhere you go today and being a mighty testimony and witness for the Lord. So stay in the Word. That'll keep you encouraged and keep you on the right path. Yes, it will. It'll keep you on, on the, the road, road to freedom. freedom.